Online Podcast 381. Hello, ladies and gentle whores. Welcome back to Online Podcast and. You know what? Happy Valentine's Day to all of you. Those of you who have the loved ones, who have loved ones, and those of you who do not have loved ones, so you're lonely ass, sitting in the dark, eating chocolate and covered chocolate on your face and miserable. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm sure there's somebody in your life that you can love and somebody that love you. At least I hope that's the case. Uh, talking about that, I've been uh, listening to, um, you know, I have several um, shows that I've downloaded that I haven't really listened much, you know, especially this particular show that I was going to talk about. Uh, that is, uh, what's his name? Um, oh shit, I forgot. Because <laughs> I have somebody else that I have in mind that I'm going to talk about that I forgot that uh, I don't want to forget. So. That was in my head, and uh, Nick Thomas. That's what I meant. <laughs> Nick Thomas. I still listen to his show. Those of you, you know, you either love him or you hate him. Um, I just find that find him to be a very interesting soul. You know, th- there are just episodes, and he talk about he talk about how um, he talk about how people, uh, you know. I don't know. It's very. He's very interesting. He talk about how people view him and how sometimes he really is hypersensitive and think that some people don't like him because of this and that. And, you know, and uh, it's very interesting. I just like to check in every now and then. I still subscribe to the show. I listen to it every now and then. Um, he he sometimes, well, all the time, well, not all the time. A lot of times, talk about uh, sex and. Um, he's definitely a, a a very sexual person. He go on a hunt for sex all the time, um, which you really you know if he's he can still carry on and have a normal or as normal as can be and a, a happy life, a life that he enjoys. Who cares? But um, he does talk a little bit about aging and what it's like to be an older gay man. Um, essentially, I would think that we that would probably be about the same for straight men too, but um, he's you know his focus is talking directly or focusing on um, issues and and things that that comes with aging. You know what happens if you're still so sexually active and then losing, I guess, your youth and therefore not being able to find somebody to have sex with. He talk about that, which is very exciting. You know, really. We sometimes don't talk about those topics because those are not necessarily the best, um, the most uplifting message or the most uplifting topic to choose to 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 be discussed. But you know, it's necessary. I think it sh- him sharing that part of him is really a good thing, whether or not you agree with with what he does. And talking about judgment, you know, we sometimes judge. All of us do. Sometimes uh, people judge more privately, and I, you know, 
I am probably one of the uh, one of those who try not to judge a whole lot. And every now and then, it's very difficult. You know, I'll fall into the trap and I'll start judging. But at least I remind myself not to judge. But on the same topic of discussion about judging, so the big the big news that the Malaysian media or or people focusing on the Malaysian media regarding this whole Valentine's Day, and I guess I just have to go read and check it out. I heard about it. Bruce told me about it, and just thought, you know, it's, it's probably something stupid, right? Oh, and I went and researched a little bit, read a little bit here, read a little bit there on BBC, and also some sources directly from Malaysia. And I'm going to talk a little bit about it. And really, the it's quite interesting. There is a couple, and um, I guess you know, religious group, uh, uh, uh couple, um, not group, but a, a couple of them, and there's this woman. Off of this couple, whose name is Siti Norbahia, forty-seven years old, and her husband went on to a, uh, uh, were on a TV show. Uh, I think they were host of TV shows called. Uh, well, I probably I don't, don't want to say it. Anyway, they have a TV show, and that doesn't matter because you are most of you are probably not in Malaysia. And she talked about how Valentine's Day. Uh, oh, actually, let me quote from that that article um, that I read from freemalaysiatoday.com. Uh, the so Siti Norbahia said there is no bigger threat than that coming from Valentine's Day, which she alleges is a day of sin and vice indulged indulged in by the Christians. She, yes, she said that the Christians. So here we are in America. We think of the Christians as the fundamental nut job, which is really kind of unfair. You know, most uh, most of them, unfortunately, are, but not all of them. So to be fair, but. This exactly kind of crazy talk is kind of like Michelle Bachman kind of talk, except she's a TV host. Is Siti uh, Norbahia person is a TV host, and uh, she's then Michelle Bachman is a, a politician that that people voted into the office, and you know craziness. She talked crazy shit, and here's the reason why she is, I think, a little bit cuckoo. She seems to think that it is Christianity that promote、um, this whole, you know, premarital sex and all that. But really, it has nothing to do with Christianity. In fact, you want to go with all those moral police.、Uh, Christians are one of the biggest moral polices, right? And so you, she's ignorant. Uh, first of all, not to say that the message that she's sending out,、um, other than her ignorance, is okay. Of course, if you are religious, that's up to you. Now, of course, the message is: if you are not following the news, the news is that that the ones that I read was that she has、um, 
what is it? What is the article? I think the article says that the claim uh, some Malaysian. Well, there is a fatwa. Let me let me say that's a fatwa, meaning the the religious council in Malaysia uh, in two thousand five. Not that that matters to me because even if I live in Malaysia, it doesn't it doesn't really um, that that law does not is is not affecting me because I'm not a Muslim, and um, so the Islamic authorities have declared in two thousand five that. Um, Valentine's Day is not to be celebrated by Muslims. Not, I think back then, two thousand five. Essentially, what they're saying is that it is because Saint Valentine, therefore Valentine's Day, is essentially a Christian religion. Or uh, it's a you know because it's it's Valent Saint Valentine, therefore it's from the Christian religion, and therefore we. We Muslims, you know, meaning the the religious authority, claim that it's something that we shouldn't celebrate because it is, you know, Christian. It's something from the Christian faith, and therefore we shouldn't celebrate. Which, you know, from a religious point of view, yeah, sure, it makes sense, right? And so, um, that's what it makes sense. And I think by by the time it comes to that, Siti Nor Bahia saying that uh, how. This is a a trap for you to indulge in immoral act because Christians do that. That's just pure ignorance, you know. That is just stupid. That is a, very similar to the style of Michelle Bachman's style of uh, baseless uh, accusation that is so outrageous that that you wanna wish that pigeon poop on her head. <laughs> Uh, or for her face, and so it's just dumb, you know, pure ignorance. And I think this city Norbaya person is coming from the same source, you know. The the two thousand, I can actually kind of agree with the two thousand five fatwa in Malaysia that you know this is a um, a celebration of which origins uh, of which the the origin came from. Uh, the Christian religion, and therefore we shouldn't celebrate that. I, it sort of makes sense to me, but then she interpreted it as Christians are immoral because look at the West, and uh, of course, West doesn't mean that you are re- um, religious, doesn't mean that you have religion, and also doesn't mean that you are Christian. And she seems to think so. So I think it's just a total bullcrap that she, this crazy person, talked about, and I don't know. This is my understanding, you know. There might be a, a bigger thing that um, oh, actually, say what Deputy Prime Minister uh, Muhyiddin Yassin said on Monday: celebration of romantic love was not suitable for Muslims. Romantic love is not suitable for Muslims, which you know I really have no problem with that. They are really only talking about the Muslims, and I'm not Muslim. And you, if you're Muslim, then whatever. You, a lot of Muslims I know don't follow that, and um, in fact. Um, ironically, this week's topic on Penang Hokkien at penanghokkien.com. Uh, if you understand Hokkien, then you should go check it out. Penanghokkien.com. We actually talk about sex. We talk about um, in detail about sex, and therefore, one of the subjects is uh, the Malays. Actually, they are they are very uh, sensual. They're very sexual. Um, some of those, I some people I know. Yeah, that's the especially the 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 younger. Well, I shouldn't say younger. But I think I've seen from various different groups 
from interaction with friends or just seeing them interacting. Like there's there are parks and there are、uh, recreational places where you know full of Malay couples and they would like do the naughties and、um, all that kind of very, I would say. Involved sexual、uh, act, or at least a heavy padding and all that, and it's kind of known. You know, it's not like it's something that that they don't conduct a human being as well. But the Muslim community sometimes try to paint a picture that they are holier than thou.、Um, same thing with the Christian community. You know,、uh, we we don't do that because it's immoral. You shouldn't have premarital sex and all that kind of stuff. If you buy into it, great. If you don't. Then it really doesn't. I personally don't,、um, because if I need to have sex pre-marital, pre-marriage, if I have to、uh, post, if I have to only have sex after I got married, then I will have no sex because I can't get married. So、um, you know, a lot of people, religious people, tend to want to simplify things. Oh, here's the thing, though. Here's the funny thing. Why are all the religious psychos the only ones, or mostly they are the ones that is all psycho and crazy and apeshit about immoral sex? They like everything you think about is sex.、Mm. When you talk about the same-sex marriage, oh, same-sex, oh, you fucking the bunghole. You know, that that those they they always think that you know they are the ones who go there first, you know you you can go to a, like I think I've given this example before when you go to a a、uh, a ceremony a, a religious ceremony let's say in church for instance and you go there and you see the couple you know on the altar going through the marriage how many of you actually think about them doing it very rare right maybe. A few, maybe some crazy religious people would, but but when you talk about same-sex couple getting the same right, getting married, the first thing that people jump to is, oh, it's immoral because the sex between men are、uh, is against nature and all that, and what they think about is, you know, like having、um, anal intercourse, that, and then it's like, oh, that is so gross. Why do why do Why do people go ape shit on those kind of things? Those the psychotic religious right wingers, no, spe- not sp- specific to any religion. It's just those crazy religious people tend to jump to that because I guess that's like a virtue. You know, if you don't have sex before marriage, then your sex that you're having then has a purpose, procreation.、Uh, if that's the case, you shouldn't even have sex, right? Other than making babies. So anyway, I just find it to be funny that people,、um, those people who point out how immoral Valentine's Day is, because that encourages you to to have、uh, um, that sort of unsuitable for Muslim kind of romantic activities. What really is unsuitable?、Um, it's up to their religion to decide, not not our problem. But I just want to make it clear that. The news that was heard around the world about Malaysians crazy. This is a trap to get you into、um, doing immoral things. It really is something that they are announcing it to 
Muslims, uh, Malaysians, it doesn't really affect all the other people. And we do have freedom of religion in Malaysia. You know, it's not. It it, it is a religious、uh, Muslim country. The national religion is Islam, but everybody else still have the right of choosing their own religion. Most cases,、um, I think,、uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is what I grew up learning about. If you are Malay, and being Malay, being the、uh, so-called a、uh, native in Malaysia, you have some extra rights. You are there's a quota for relig、uh, for university, so you have to meet. They have to meet that quota. Meaning, if you are of the Malay、uh, ethnic background, you you get to enjoy Bumi Putra, as in,、um, I guess, not really Aborigines, but like somewhat. Like if you are the original ethnic group from Malaysia, then you get to enjoy certain extra benefits and rights. And those are the things that some Chinese and, and Indians are not very happy about, because they get spoon-fed to them all this extra benefits, which I really have no problem. You know, if we choose to live there, deal with it. I think, but obviously there are other things that is sparked from that and cause a lot of、um, ethnic tensions, and so, um, where was I going with this? <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's that's kind of like. Uh, I was talking about freedom of religion. We do have freedom of religion, and and、uh, oh yeah, yes. And so, if you are Malay, if you lose your power, if you give up your religion, which is Islam, then you you lose the 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 right of being able to call yourself a Bumi Putra or. Uh, uh, the being in the group where you can enjoy those special privileges, so therefore, a lot of people just simply, you know, keep it because you get a lot.、Um, and since it's been so long since I've lived in Malaysia, I didn't really look into it, but I do know there,、uh, um, colleges admission co- admission admitting to a a governmental. University is definitely a plus.、Um, uh, like the results, for instance, the results that I've got when I went through the two-year pre-university, the results that I got is fairly bad. Not so good because I already knew that I was going to come to America, and so I didn't really spend too much time studying. But regardless, with that results, I would probably not be able to get into a, a good university. And、um, if you are a Malay. You are pretty much a guarantee that you will get into a good university with the same results. So it's not re- re- result based because there's a quota that we they have to fulfill a certain amount of people in the universities. And there's also other things like there are special savings accounts and bonds that that you can enjoy being a Bumi Putra. So again, crazy religious psychot psych psychos are the same no matter what the religion is. And、um, not to say all religious people are bad, because I do know firsthand that there are some awesome、um, and non-judgmental um, um, religious people that I know in my life. So, and that's that. And I, I just want to say that I think it's probably 
made into a bit a bit of a a bigger news because of how absurd it's it it is, and it's because of the psychotic crazy woman who said that, and uh, and some people also are affirming that yeah, Valentine's is kind of like a a a trap to get you into doing. Um, having sex, and they actually, you know what I read? They actually have people policing hotels and making sure that young people don't go check into hotels and 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 fuck. <laughs> and now this is not just a Valentine's Day thing. The religion, the religious police, only for Muslims, not for us non-Muslims. They would actually hide in the bush. <laughs> no kidding. And this has been depicted depicted in. Comedy sketches all the time. They have all these religious police's uh, members hiding behind the, the trees and try to see if they can catch you having premarital sex or being uh, or expose yourself inappropriately if you have you know bare shoulder or something whatever. And uh, they would uh, really arrest you for um, not following your Islamic or their Islamic law. So if you think that、um, the religious crazies are outrageous here in America、mm, compared to the Malaysians, is、uh, Islamic police? It's actually not too bad. <laughs> not to say that it's actually a an okay thing, but here's a bit of a perspective. But I do have other topics I wanted, you know, that I want to bring up that I don't want to dominate this entire Valentine's Day show with the crazies in Malaysia. But I figured I have to talk about that since it's in the news. And、uh, but the next thing is, as we are getting older, Bruce and I, Valentine's Day is sweet mostly because of each other. You know, we we are we don't show. Passion. We don't show、um, uh, intimacy only on Valentine's Day. We, we are, you know, we are one of those couples that you, 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 you wouldn't, you, you probably can't tell from the outside, but because,、uh, especially Bruce, I'm a very open public person. I don't typically feel like certain things are. are Uh, met, you know, well, that's not true.、Uh, there, th- I let's just say this: I am more able of sharing things in public and showing things in public without feeling a little bit bashful or feel like, oh my gosh, I should keep this, in, you know, more private. For instance, Bruce does not have a Facebook account. He does not want anything to do with Facebook, and it's just his personality. He he just tend to want to keep things very private. And hence, you haven't really hear much of him on the show. And、uh, I, however, is completely different, completely public. I like to share things. I like to make things known.、Uh, with the intention that things that I've gone through, if I share it, then if you are going through this, then you know that eventually it'll get better. Just the the whole coming out thing, being comfortably in my skin. Uh, all those kind of things I like to share. In fact, I actually had a, a really nice conversation with、uh, another coworker of mine、uh, today at work, which they call me Queen Bee, and we we were just talking about、um, you know we talk a little bit about breaking up, talk a little bit about、um, 
crushes or um and also how how do you deal with uh, how do you deal with relationships as a grown up and you know, there there are a few young gay men in my workplace that i sometimes feel like i'm the they call me the queen bee and that's that's why because i feel like i'm their mother sometimes you know like the mother hen and i would kind of get them under my wings and would talk some sense to them sometimes they are they are so young and they're very they're very fresh they're very um sometimes i don't want to say childish but sometimes just very what is the right word just very young and and um uh, just budding you know just coming just starting to discover themselves starting to discover about relationship and how do you deal with relationship and what happens when it goes south all kinds of stuff very uh it's very it's kind of in a way very innocent and and kind of cute at the same time and i really really enjoy them and and i talked to several ones of them at separate times and i uh, i like that sort of interaction with them because sometimes i feel like there there are not there, there isn't a good role model out there where you can look up to somebody and especially of from the gay community people that you can go up and talk to and it's it's really nice to be able to be in that role for them and in fact it's it's kind of helpful for me because i feel like i'm more connected to the gay community when it comes to the younger generation because i really don't have that sort of interaction and they're very fresh very young very uh um i can't i can't find the word the there is the word that i use this afternoon when i talk to him and um it's just very whatever the word is it may come to me eventually but anyway that was lovely the conversations and i i really and i know some of them listen to me they may not always want to seek um advice from me but if they do seek advice i will give them my genuine advice and i don't take sides um the, here's the thing without revealing names they they there are that well these two guys that have worked together used to be a couple and they've now since broken up and they're working that out you know and and they've decided to go part ways and and all that but they're just things that that it's not easy even for grown-ups and let alone them being the 20 something you know and it's it's tough and they just have to kind of learn and and learn about each other learn about yourself learning to be able to be single again um focus not on i keep giving uh, one of them the advice that you know when we when you when you enter into this whole brand new uh you've been in a relationship for 3 4 years and suddenly now you're single again you kind of have to give time for yourself to really rebuild sometimes i t- definitely don't believe in two become one i d- i do not believe in that i think two one and plus one equals two and it just does not add up you know one plus one does not make one and here's the reason if you lose yourself to be in a relationship then you're making that relationship not so strong because you're losing part of yourself now i'm not saying i'm not talking about compromise i'm not talking about understanding 
I'm merely talking about some people just say, you know, I guess I have seen, I've seen people who, who just totally cut out certain activities that they do, they cut out this and that, just because they're married. Uh, I can understand I have to cut down some of the stuff that I do because I want to spend time with Bruce, you know. In a relationship, you have to have a time where you, you, you give a little and sometimes you take a little bit. And I find that giving up everything for the sake of the other person or for the sake of the relationship all the time is not healthy. You gotta have some time to yourself. You gotta have some time to uh, keep your own self whole and keep it um, healthy so that what you bring to this relationship is then something that will benefit the both of you. That's what I think. But um, what do I know? Anyway, so anyway, I I do have, like I said, I have several other topics I want to talk about before it runs out of time. But I've listened, I have uh, heard from somebody, a fellow podcaster from way back, 2004, 2005. And um, those of you who are longtime listeners, if you remember this voice. Hey, hon. It's me, and uh, I'm like I sent like five people voicemails today. That's weird, but uh, I'm eating some junior. Junior. Do you guys remember his voice? They're tasty too. I rot my goddamn teeth out. But uh, what was I think? Oh, I loved your uh, blast. I got my own. You gotta change your blast. Like, uh, here's mine. That's cute. I should have thrown it all in the river the day he left, but unlike some people, I have a heart, goddammit. That's the damn truth. See, I got cute. Um, Do you guys remember him? Do you guys remember him? (laughs) That's Mr. Poos. Those of you who... But who have been listening anyway. to me or listen to podcasts way back then, you probably remember him, Mr. Poos. He used to do a lot of his podcasts in his car eating. And uh, it's... It... Oops. My cat just hit the mute button. That's why. That's Mr. Poos. And guess what? I heard from him. I've heard it from him uh, a couple of years ago. And we've exchanged a couple of emails and they never really did do anything. And I, th- who was I talking? I was talking to somebody recently regarding this about podcasting, and uh, Mr. Poos' names came. Uh, Poos's name came up, and we were wondering, you know, what happens to Poo, Mr. Poos? And so I, it would be lovely. In fact, I learned about Mr. Poos from the Lucky Bitch Radio, or I forgot that it's called the program now, since I don't listen to to that show, but um. I, I learned about it through Wonder Wisdom, and uh, I really enjoyed him, and he's then stopped his show, Pot Fader, and all that. But anyway, Mr. Poos apparently still check on the show every now and then, and uh, he sent me a note recently, last week, and I'm very delighted that he's still around, and he is... Uh, things change, and he doesn't, he doesn't live in New York anymore. I think he was in... Ithaca or something, and uh, but he's he's now somewhere else, moved away, and 
I would love to invite him to come up to the show since you know I like to sort of reconnect with all the podcasters that I used to um we that we used to podcast together the small community of podcasters. So I would like to chat with him. So one of these days I'm going to invite Mr. Poos back on the show. I'm not sure how many of you actually know him. The new listeners probably wouldn't know who he is, but uh that was a sample of Mr. Poos that what you heard earlier. So hopefully we'll get him on the show and uh dish. He's a, he's a he's a little bit of a um a little and it's an outrageous character if he's a character. He's an outrageous uh, uh, personality, definitely. And uh, but you know, he he checked in uh, with me the, the other day, and we exchanged a couple of emails, and it's really good to hear from him. But he might be uh, coming on online one of these days, so stay tuned for that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Oh, by the way, this weekend to wrap the show up this weekend, uh, Bruce and. Uh, Bruce's mom, my mother-in-law, came to town, and we went and did stuff. We actually had so much fun. In fact, I tweeted about it, and uh, I do. I don't really know if I know this person by any other names, uh, any other name other than the one that's on my um, Twitter that I see. It's Strip Club Deej. So I don't know if it's some somebody else. Anyway, he was just replying to my tweet that I was doing fun stuff with my mother-in-law and Bruce and wish this happens more often, which is the case because she doesn't live here and um, she comes visit us this weekend and uh, we went and shopped for an oven and she got us an oven, which is very lovely and very very nice oven. Uh, it was our birthday, uh, no, our Christmas gifts, and I would say I'm not even surprised that it should be our birthday gifts as well this year because she spent a lot of money for us. But it was lovely. Um, so we got a new oven, a new... Con- Jesus, boy, what are you doing? Boy just went crazy, Chai. And... um. So we got a really nice confection oven that would fit in our small, tiny little kitchen. And I'm looking forward to it. We have to con- contact the the person and get uh, the installer to come give us a quote. So uh, so that's that. And it, it's I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure I'll be baking a whole lot more. And then we went to Crate and Barrel, shop for a little bit. I bought a, a bag of shells pretty shells that I'm going to use for the spring decoration in the house. And also, I bought a French rolling pin. And I've had the the regular style rolling pin, and I've just, especially when you're making pies, I like to use a French rolling pin. It seems to be easier to make your, your pie dough when you roll it out round when you have a rolling pin. Oh, and a French rolling pin, I seems I seem to think that that's the case. So, Anyway, so I'll be baking. Hopefully, I won't be eating too much. And my trip is coming up, you know. It's really about a month away. In fact, I'm leaving on February. No, I'm leaving on March the 19th. So, which is really a month uh, plus a few days. So, I'm looking forward to that. It's coming up really quickly. And I have a lot of work um, at work that I have to finish up. So, don't really feel 
the vacation boy. You are crazy. He's like super high, running around.、Uh, talking about that boy, I posted a picture yesterday. So if you go to either my Flickr account, which is photos dot online podcast dot com, very easy, right? Photos dot online podcast dot com, or if you go to my Twitter account,、um, twitter dot com slash johnong, you will be able to see a picture of Chai that I posted. He has a heart shape. You know how I always keep saying that he's a such a snuggly bud and a very loving cat, except when he goes crazy. He there's a, there's a heart shape on his thigh near his thigh. It's so sweet and so cute. Bruce saw it and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that there's a heart shape on on his、uh, one of his、uh, on the right side of his thigh and there's a heart shape on there. It's very cute. Anyway, so you can go check that out. But besides that. I am quite surprised that I'm actually able to do several shows this week, despite my crazy schedule. It's all—it's past eleven o'clock, so it's way late, and I've got to really go. I'm gonna skip posting Ding the Bell this week because it's so late. But I still feel like there are things that I need to let you know and talk to you about. So hopefully, I will be able to come back again next week and、uh, catch up with you. Learn a little bit about my life, so you can leave me comments at onlineatgmail.com or onlinepodcast.com. Leave your comments there, or call me nine two zero. What the hell is my phone number? iPhone one. That is nine two zero iPhone one. There you go. Until next week, don't forget to smile, ladies. Bye. <laughs>